0: And just thinking about sitting in the car wondering if your child is okay and you know, or getting an emergency call, hey, you know, this is happening. But when they're at the house, they can literally run over or walk over, they're right there.
1: Today on Doing Good the Podcast, home, it's where we go to recharge, to be restored. It's where we can kick off our shoes, let down our hair, we can hide, we can heal. When a child's in the hospital for days or even weeks, going home just is not an option for families who are sometimes far from home but need to stay close to their child 24 hours a day. There's an organization that's giving families a home away from home at the moment they need it most. Since the first one opened in 1974, the Ronald McDonald House has been a place where families can stay, can get a warm home-cooked meal and get a good night's rest while being just a quick walk away from their hospitalized child. This is doing good in a way that really helps kids and families get back to a healthy life, and it's a mission that needs support. Today, you'll hear how the Southern Appalachian Ronald McDonald House got started, how it's become a critical resource in a rural community, and how an army of volunteers keeps it running as a haven of hope for families in need.
2: My name is Susanna.
3: And I'm Elijah. Welcome to Doing Good, the podcast where we and our parents talk about the good that's happening in our community and the people that are making those good things happen.
2: So we actually just kind of sit here until we're told to talk, but we're actually the funny ones, so stick around and listen.
3: Hey everybody, welcome back to Doing Good, the podcast. I'm here today with (laughs) myself, Elijah, and
4: this is hannah <laughs> i had to hit her to get her to talk asleep. yeah and have... it's me dr becky and
1: it's me mr josh all right I'm mr josh <laughs> so how's everyone's 20 or 2021 been so far happy valentine's day everybody yeah. it's february yes
4: we're celebrating valentine's day today
1: unfortunately no. you don't have your camera well you're not so is this coming out on valentine's is that because you're no. single
3: oh yeah
2: Single and ready to
4: mingle. <laughs>
3: <Shut> <laughs>
2: 2021 is definitely
4: going.
1: <laughs> Good.
4: Yeah. No, we are. Um, no, this podcast will come out on February the 1st. Oh, okay. Provided that's <clears throat> not a weekend day. I don't well, even know what day February 1st is. But, you know, sometime at the beginning of the month. It'll be before. Feb- pretty yeah. sure yeah. that's a Monday. Monday. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Um, and then our and then the next one comes out on the fifteenth, which is the day after Valentine's Day. So, so this oh. is really our
1: Valentine's episode, guys. Yeah,
4: this is it. So it's all about love.
1: And we're talking
3: about love.
4: love.
1: And so yeah, like
3: right out. now, drop a heart on this podcast for Valentine's Day. Oh,
1: drop a heart. Yeah, yeah. We, I like it. Uh, what does that mean? Uh,
3: it's shameful.
1: Like it, right? yeah. Oh, I see. On yes. Instagram, you drop a heart. You know, I hear it when I, because. I do. I, you. This whole process of having a podcast has made me, for the first time, listen to some other podcasts yeah. beyond Johnson City Living and others, ones that I'd listened to before. Other
4: Market Street Media Market, podcasts. Market
1: Street Media mm-hmm. podcasts. By the way, there are so many of them. Yes. That are so good. Yes. Um, and I am learning that that is a regular thing. And podcasts, they ask you to like their podcast.
4: Right. And rate and review the podcast. Rate
1: and review the podcast. And it dawned on me. You don't have to if you don't. Yeah, want no to.
2: one that listens has to do
4: any of but that. But they
2: ask.
1: Like, we're yeah. just glad you're here.
2: Well, that's because
4: go- <laughs> they do ask, and I think it is because um, the more reviews you have, yeah, the higher it pushes it in the um, Apple Podcast rating. Aha! Uh-huh. So you're more likely to get more attention the more reviews and, that you have.
1: Okay, so Mama, yeah. and Daddy, and Aunt <laughs> Trudy,
4: and all my, our fans. Please like our podcast.
1: This would also advance us closer to getting a bubbly sponsorship.
4: Yeah, well, you know that that much, uh, much, much coveted, coveted bubbly podcast uh, endorsement. Um, also, our dream of having Dolly Parton as podcast. Yeah, guest. yeah,
1: like, like, and by the way, guys, Dolly Parton, what I just wrapped up an amazing January. Her birthday, her seventy fifth birthday. Yeah.
3: Seventy five.
4: Yeah.
1: No, she does look a day over. Sunday. Some mystery. Yeah. We uh, Do- were dawned on me, you know, Dolly has, doesn't look a day over anything. She has transcended the idea of of a chronological age now. She she has yes. emerged into some new world where yes. there is no aging. You no. just are. You
4: just are,
2: Dolly. So happy
1: birthday, Dolly belated.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, drop a heart, Susanna.
2: Okay. I'll drop a heart. Susanna,
1: let me ask, let's just get real. Have you listened to Doing Good, the podcast? Yes. You have listened to it. You've been yep. on. How many episodes are we in now?
2: I listen live 15, every time. 14,
1: listen live every, every time, time, which means no, you've not listened back to our podcast. It's more than that, isn't it? It's like uh,
2: think... today's
4: episodes will be number fifteen and number sixteen. So good, good numbers. Yeah, maybe
1: the fifteenth episode will be the first one you listen to.
4: Not live.
2: Yeah, sure. <laughs>
3: Yeah, you listen to a lot. How
1: about you, Elijah? Have you actually listened to Doing Good?
3: Yeah, I've listened to I've listened to our best ones uh, our and parts of it, best the ones. best parts of the best episodes to make Ooh. sure that they sounded good.
1: Well, at some point where we should do a best of, like each of us could intro a segment where we say, okay, now, now it's Susanna's turn, except Susanna would have to listen to it.
4: I think mm-hmm. 16 podcasts <laughs> is not quite enough to get a greatest hit.
1: We
3: could do a greatest hits at
1: like 20. <laughs> It'd be like after your first album, your second album is your greatest hits.
4: I think, Yeah, right? <laughs> I think you don't do a greatest hits until you have 50 podcasts.
3: Okay. Um.
4: That's a lot.
3: Are you in for it? You yes. won't
4: be here for 50. You'll be gone next year. That, Ooh, that's why we'll have
1: here. the highlights. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's not waste any more time. In episode 15, we're debuting a new segment.
4: Woohoo! new segment! And it's called... Confetti
1: cannons going off everywhere. Caught doing good. Caught doing good. Do yeah. theme music. We'll, we'll do, come do, up with. So, the idea of caught doing good is our weekly chance to, or I guess for in our case, bi monthly chance to let people know about something, someone, an event in the world, an event in our world. We caught somebody doing something good. Yeah. Okay. Do you get the premise? It's up to each of you. Because we are observers of doing good, we are promoters of doing good, so
4: yeah, and you when you told me about this, the segment that you wanted to do i um I was a little I was a little disheartened because I sat there, and I was like. <sighs> Good. Have I seen anybody doing, doing anything any good? And so I felt a little, um, for one of a better word, convicted yeah. that I need to be a little more sensitive to what other people in the world are doing, because all I could fe- all I could see doing good was like stuff I'd done. Uh, right. Yeah, <laughs>
1: I am a one-person doing good machine. Oh, I'm not saying you can't have that. When you can bring your own stuff to the table. No.
4: I was like, I was like, wow, that's a little. That's got to be like narcissistic or something. No. The only things I could think of, the first things I thought of, were like what I was doing.
1: Tops on the best dressed list l- list this week. Me caught myself this morning. I'm, I think it's good. You emp- you empower what you attend to. Well,
4: so anyway, that is my challenge, is to like move the focus off of myself okay. and on to the world around me to find people doing good.
1: Caught doing good. Yeah. The roundup begins, and this can be rapid fire. If you don't want to yeah, rapid fire. you don't have to. Who wants to go first?
4: Susanna?
2: I'll go first. Um, this morning, on our way to um, Market Street Media, you know...
1: Here. Here. Uh uh-huh.
2: Where we are right now. Um, There was a car on the side of the road, but it was on an incline, like the hill was going up, and someone's car died out. So, mom and I watched a nice man get out of his truck, park it in the middle of the road. And
4: it was, this is the four lane. This is one of the reasons why yeah. we were a little bit late oh. here. Today. And
2: help this person push their. It was like a suburban. Push it up the hill. Up the oh hill. My gosh.
4: On it, it was. It was on the. It was on. Um. The, it was on the. The four lane. Right. Coming out of. It was at that intersection where you turn off to go to. Um Milligan Highway. Okay. So it was a major intersection. The, yeah. the traffic was stopped and backed up in the left hand lane.
1: And dude gets out. And help stranger. Yeah. And really, honestly, I don't think it would be an overstatement to say puts his life on the line to help that yeah. guy.
4: Yeah. I mean that's not a good place.
1: Yeah. Okay, that is major caught doing good. Way to go, Susanna. Mm-hmm. Okay, Doctor <laughs> Becky. Do you have one?
4: Um okay so- other than you <laughs> Like, yeah, try oh, not to dear. talk about yourself. So embarrassed. You are
1: a pediatrician. I mean, good Lord. Every day you're caught doing good. You're helping kids.
4: I like to think so, but now I'm trying not to think yeah. so mm-hmm. and trying to think about <laughs> Does what he other think this
1: song do? is about you? Oh, yeah.
4: <laughs> oh, it's so Sorry. embarrassed. Go, Elijah. Okay, I can't. Elijah. Here,
3: where do you go? <laughs> okay. Uh go? Okay. So uh, on the swim team, I'm on the swim team. Susanna's on the swim team. We have uh, a guy on the swim team. He's a freshman. His name is RJ. RJ. Uh, one of the favorites on the team. Kind of a team mascot in a way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, he's. we had a swim meet last Saturday, and he's just a super positive guy. Um, never really complains. A lot of people would have quit.
2: <laughs> a lot of people have quit. I'll say this. Yeah. RJ is the newest to the sport. Of anyone on the team, whether they quit or not. And RJ has the absolute best attitude. I've yeah. never heard him complain. I've heard everyone else, myself, everyone complains. RJ has nothing negative to say. Everyone complains about everything. So RJ but... is a walking ball of positivity. I,
4: and I loved watching that kid in the pool on um, on Saturday. Yeah. We had our first big meet where everybody was getting He's improved so talk. much. And it just goes to show what hard work does. Yeah. yeah. And he just, he got in there, and he was just, he he really embraced the concept. You know, this is something I've been driving into their heads for how many years now? A hundred. Um, over a decade. That you're not trying to beat the person in the lane next to you. You're trying to beat your last time. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he really, I watched him swim those things, and he, he God love him. I just wanted to hug him all over the he place. He was caught
1: doing good in a pair of Speedos yeah. soaking wet in the pool. Yeah, yeah. well,
4: he had a jammers.
1: Bless his heart. You say the power of hard work, and I also hear you saying power of positivity. Yeah. That that really made, has, has he's had an impact far beyond his time in his lane, right?
3: Yeah. Way to go, so, RJ. It's a kind of a master class on how to be a good leader just. By the, showing up. Yeah, dude, he's, sh- he's there every single practice, too. Which, I love that caught doing good shall i go next
4: we love you rj it's gonna be and he he by the time he hits like junior senior year if he keeps at it he's gonna be he's gonna be a force to contend with that's awesome
1: love rj okay my caught doing good for this week Uh uh-huh uh it goes out to a little friend of mine named sylvie who is eight years old sylvie (laughs) uh got uh, uh so sylvie somehow or other got in her head from her parents who are friends of mine that somehow or other I was not feeling well or Aww. something. And so she, out of the blue, created a gift bag uh, and sent it to me. Aww. But i got to tell you what was inside of it. There were these handmade... Uh, it looked like she had gone through... You know that place in your drawer in your bedroom where you just kind of keep stuff that's broken? Mm-hmm. She had gathered several things and made them into something new. So I had a craft. It was kind of like a, mm-hmm. a candle with a pencil wrapped around it. And But the neatest thing was she, she hand-created a sign for me that said, smile, breathe, listen. Oh. Just out of the blue, gave it to me. Oh. Just a handwritten little note. I think I don't know where she heard that. I think that's the title of a book, and I think she saw it somewhere. And she 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 was smile, breathe, listen. <laughs> Isn't that? crazy. That's so cute. Just yeah. so cute. And so I took it, and put it up by my bed.
4: That is so. So sweet. when
1: Elijah's driving me absolutely over the edge, <laughs> I just go sit on my bed, and I smile. Wow. Breathe, (laughs) listen. Listen. (laughs) So, thanks to Sylvie, I caught her doing good. How about you, Doctor Becky? time's up. You got to do this.
4: Okay. So mine. No, I'm good. I. Um. So, what the kids are swimming now, and the swim season has started, and we've started, and we've had to since this. It's since it's time now for the swim team to really become a swim team. Mm -hmm. Um, we have started a booster organization for um the swim team. And, um, and so I, you know, they, on their swimsuits, they have this really cool embroidery. I don't know if you've seen it or not, mm-hmm. but, um, but it's the cyclone mascot Tuffy doing the butterfly.
1: Uh-huh. Right? Mm-hmm.
4: And so, uh, that's a, that's a really cool piece of artwork in my opinion. It, it says a lot of things, you know, about our school spirit and our community and whatever. So I was trying to get a hold of that logo, and so I had to go through a couple of steps to figure it. And this isn't me doing good. It's sounding a whole lot
1: like it. But go <laughs> yeah. ahead. Yeah. Really so,
4: I'm like, okay. <laughs>
1: so, so, I was going to say it.
2: You failed.
4: Uh, yeah, I know already. You can save this. You can save this. <laughs> Proceed. It, we could have a segment about what Becky did. Doctor
1: Becky did good.
4: Oh, okay. All right. So you got Sorry. the logo. So no. So so I asked the coaches to get the logo, and and the coaches told me that um, they didn't create the logo. That somebody else created the logo, and so then of course it's somebody else's creative property, um, to which they are in our capitalist society entitled to some compensation. Sure for that mm-hmm. um and so we don't have compensation for that <laughs> no. yeah for poor so i called um and i called the company that i called the man who owns the company that created the logo um and he gave it to me and so i just want to give a big shout out to um oh. mr gerald oliver of Pep Screen and elizabeth for sharing the logo with us i love that um, yes free of charge i think that that and and he said he said you know i'm here to support the community And I said, and it was like, well, thank you very much. How neat. Yes. So I'm giving a big shout out to Pep Screen. If you need uh, any of your, you know, uh, promotional materials or anything else, then please go see Mr. Gerald Oliver at Pep Screen. Because
1: why? He was caught doing good. And
4: because he cares about the community. I love that. Yeah. So that's my doing good. And it's not, you know, anyway.
1: Speaking of doing good. We have an awesome guest today, uh, and this is, uh, a, a. you know what, one of my fondest memories is years ago, years ago, going with you, Dr. Becky, and your husband, the Prince of Darkness, Dr. Justin, yeah. uh, to an evening supporting the Ronald McDonald oh, House, yeah. the Southern mm-hmm. Appalachian Ronald McDonald House, and finding out what they do and why they do it. So it's so cool to be able to welcome today, yes. Malia Grant.
4: Um, Okay, everybody, we're back. We're back with Malia Grant, Executive Director of the Southern Appalachian um, Ronald McDonald House, um, which is here in Johnson City, Tennessee. Um, And uh, I love where the Ronald McDonald House is positioned because it's right across the parking lot from Johnson City Medical Center. Yes. Um, And it's this beautiful stately house. It's been there for... Um, what,
0: 35 years? Actually, we will celebrate our 25th oh, okay. birthday in October okay. of this year. So oh, wow. we are so excited. We're already planning a birthday party for mm-hmm. our community to come to be a part of. So yes, yeah, so we've been here in this community for almost 25 years. Okay, yeah,
4: that's awesome. And um, having been a resident at Johnson City Medical Center Great. and working with the pediatric population, um, I'm familiar with the mm-hmm. work of the Ronald McDonald House, but a lot of people may not be. So why don't you uh, tell all Our uh, listeners, um, also our readers and our um, (laughs) viewers, all about Ronald
0: McDonald House. Great. So our mission statement is to provide a home away, a temporary home away from home for families that have children in our local hospitals. And so that's really what we try to do is we try to make a home environment for them where they feel um, comfort, where they um, can get rest, where they can take a break from the hospital and just kind of find respite while they're there. Um, so every family has their own room, their own bathroom. So it's kind of like a hotel room. Mm-hmm. And then we provide all of their meals for them. We provide laundry where they can do their laundry. So really, it's like walking from the hospital across the street to your home um, in between visiting and, and caring for your child. And then, of course, we want them to be as close as they can to the resources that they need and the medical care that they need for their child. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. You don't realize you need that until the very second you need that, right? Yes. I mean, and
0: and that's what you hear from all our families. Um, it's neat when I get to interact or check in a family for the first time, and that's exactly what they say, Josh, is they were like, I don't know what we would have done if y'all wouldn't have been here Um, because they weren't planning for Mm -hmm. their child to be admitted into the hospital. They didn't know. And so to totally be uprooted all of a sudden and far from home, most of our families are at least an hour, hour and a half away. And so to think about... I can't drive that every day um, and be that far away from our child. And so you're exactly right. You don't really know um, you need it until you need it. Mm
1: -hmm. Literally the hour probably that they're checking them in and you're in there and you're realizing – I've been here for 24 hours and I've got to find a place to sleep. Right, right?
0: exactly. So, and the majority of our families are NICU families. And so lots of times it's um, an emergency C-section or things have just been moving super, super fast for them. They're already in a whirlwind. And so to be able to welcome them in and let them know, hey, we're here to take care of you. We're here to um, alleviate some of the burdens that you might be feeling and it is neat when those families walk in, you almost see a tensing of a shoulders drop because mm. they realize, OK, this part of my worry is going to be OK. Mm-hmm. I have somewhere to sleep. I have food to eat. I'm not having to drive back and forth and worry about gas and those types of things. And so um, those needs are met while they're here. Mm. Yeah.
4: And, and it's beautiful in that house (laughs) I mean it's not like it it, you'd think it's going to be something kind of Bare bones dormitory, (laughs) hostel style. You know, like when you're when you're 18 years old and backpacking across Europe (laughs) and you're staying in these hostels. Um, but it's not. It's really beautiful and comforting and warm. And there's um, you know, it's an excellent environment for children. Um, very stimulating and um, so it's it's really nice. And um, I myself have a daughter who has required surgery, and Mm. we've chosen to have that surgery done away from um, you know, East Tennessee see um, and so we have stayed at a Ron McDonald house um, with our daughter having surgery. And I can tell you firsthand, um, even for us, we don't have resource problems in my family. Thank goodness. Um, but even for us, just that comfort of knowing where you can put your suitcase mm-hmm. and um, and that there's a bathroom right there. Um, and that if you get hungry and you need a midnight snack, um, that there's a refrigerator for full of yogurt and string cheese and fruit and and everything um, that you're welcome to help yourself to is a, um, it's a huge gift. Mm -hmm. It's a huge gift.
0: I have been amazed just in talking with um, people, how many people have a Ronald McDonald house story. Mm -hmm. Like you'll just be talking to someone and go, Oh my cousin, I remember visiting them at the Ronald McDonald house. And so you realize how far of a reach not just our houses, but globally, um, Ronald McDonald House Charities is. And so it's just neat to hear the different stories of um, how these houses um, are impacting families um, for life.
1: Mm-hmm. I We wanted to have you on Doing Good the podcast because I'm aware that the mission of the house is sustainable through charitable giving and volunteer support. Uh, and so we want to make sure that people understand that if you're loving what you're hearing here, (laughs) that you can help. And we want to talk about that in a moment, but Becky, you've said something so cool. And that is that it is a beautiful place. So (laughs) for those who have never been, I've been several times, but, uh, and just to visit, but walk us through your walk. You pull, okay. You're pulling into the driveway and you're, you, there, you see it, the house that you wish you could live in, you
0: know, it is,
1: Uh, Would you call it a brick colonial?
0: Yes, I would say it's kind of your brick... colonial southern it's got a big front porch with rocking chairs on yeah. it with a gorgeous view there's lots of times when i just need a break from my desk that i'll go out on the front porch and um sit out there so a beautiful front porch and you walk in and um there's a i call it the rotunda room it's a two-story um living room where families can come just like you would in your house at your living room there's couches there's a fireplace and um, we've had it on a lot this winter yeah. um, Um, And so that's where we greet the families and meet them. And so just like you were saying, Becky, um, we want it to feel like a home. We don't want it to feel like a hotel. We don't want it to feel like, you know, institutional anything. We want them as soon as they walk in for it to be warm. And then um, you walk into your left, there's a little playroom um, for families that have kids. And then we have a large kitchen. We eat family style when we can. COVID has... um, Oh, my word. I cannot imagine. (laughs) Uh, COVID has tweaked that a little, but usually we eat family style. And as you're saying, Josh, volunteers come in and cook for the families. And so we provide them a hot meal, um, dinner every night there in our kitchen. And then we want those families to feel like that's their kitchen. So sometimes in the morning, you'll smell bacon and eggs because families are in there cooking their breakfast or um, making their lunch for the day. And so um, that's kind of the main floor. And then we have... Um, all the rooms. We have 10 bedrooms. I wondered um, how
1: many there were.
0: Yeah, so we can house 10 families um, at a time. And so there's family um, rooms on each floor. Mm-hmm. So, And then you have several playrooms so that if one family is in one playroom, they can access another room. So we have three different playrooms where um, families can access that. And then something new that we want to add because we have families that come and they still need to work is we are setting up a little business area Mm -hmm. so that if you need to print or you just need to take a break from your bedroom and feel like you're kind of in a home office, um, you can take your laptop or um, borrow a laptop from us and go in that room and um, kind of feel normal.
1: Mm, Um, That's a genius idea. Yeah,
4: no, that's really good. And then Mm -hmm. the other thing is a lot of times... um, you have a child who's in the hospital, and there's a complicated diagnosis, and you've got to um, you've got to do some research, and you've got to figure things out in order for you to be the best advocate that you can be for your child. Mm. So, um, I was sitting here, I was going
0: wonder if
4: they have wi-fi in all the rooms we do and we
0: just upgraded it because it was a little um it was a a little outdated and so we just updated it so that our families um have full access and um can work can um, stream can research um, that's right up there with uh
1: uh having uh, water and a power (laughs) and uh, if you don't have the wi-fi you don't have
0: the password
1: i think i'll sleep in my car (laughs) and i joke about that but whereas you have some families who wanted just to be close and have Mm -hmm. to be close literally just don't want to leave the property and you're practically on the property of our largest hospital in the area you do have families who simply can't swing a hotel bill
0: absolutely so,
1: and that's the thing that has struck me is what were they doing before the house or and you know you've been there so long now, fortunately that's a long time, but <laughs> what would they be doing without the house
0: um if the house wasn't there, they would they would either be um you know, running up a hotel bill, um, or they would be driving back and forth every day to Norton, Virginia. A lot of our families, like I was saying, Mm -hmm. are from Southwest Virginia. And that's what the families say. They're like, we would be in the car every day for two and a half hours. When you think about round trip, Mm -hmm. um, and just thinking about sitting in the car, wondering if your child is okay and, you know, or getting an emergency call, Hey, You know, this is happening. But when they're at the house, they can literally run over or walk over. They're right there. And so without that house being there, um, all of those things would have been into play. Um, Expensive a hotel room. Gas. I mean, think of Mm -hmm. gas going back and forth. Um, So our community is very, very fortunate. Um, I'm very grateful for our founders that had the vision to say, we need a Ronald McDonald house here. Mm-hmm. So um, so it's it's great to think back of that.
4: Yeah. And or to the the thing that I saw that was heartbreaking when I was um, working in the hospital is the people who don't have the who are up in Southwest mm-hmm. Virginia and don't have the resources um, who can't come. Mm -hmm. And then their child is in the hospital. And I think we've all faced this with this pandemic where Mm -hmm. you couldn't, they couldn't allow people to come visit. And so you had people in the ICU dying without somebody there Mm -hmm. holding their hand. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was, that was always heartbreaking. So the Ronald McDonald house um, is essential, I think, to providing good, Pediatric care, and any children's hospital in the country has a Ronald McDonald House associated with it because um, you, as a doctor, can't take good care of the kids mm. without having their family there. Yeah,
1: you know, I wanted, I think that's an important question for you, Becky, as mm. as a pro, as a provider and a caregiver for a, medical caregiver for a child. How it, it seems like it would be critical for the physician to have the family nearby and for the child's sake.
4: No, it's the child. I mean those children who are up there in the hospital and don't have their family there. Even these tiny premature babies who don't mm. who you think don't have any sense of what's going on, they do so much better when their caregiver is there. Yes. And having watched these babies whose parents could not come and help help be there in their care is um Yeah, it's, it's heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. So you got to have the Ronald McDonald house. (laughs) You do. And people who think that it's just um, frivolous or unnecessary, it is wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, And someday, God willing, you're never going to have to access, um, have to use a Ronald McDonald house. But for the people who need it, um, please, I mean, Mm -hmm. understand that this, those children do not get
0: better without
4: having their family there. Mm -hmm.
0: And it's neat to talk with our hospital partners. Mm-hmm. Um, we so appreci- the, appreciate the partnership that we have both with Nicewanger, and then of course we work a lot with labor and delivery mm-hmm. and the NICU okay. um, and they will tell us stories uh-huh. like that. Uh-huh. You know, I don't know what would have happened if this family had to drive uh-huh. um, so far back and forth. So it's great to be able to work together uh-huh. um, in order to provide the absolutely best care that we can for that child. Uh-huh. And so um, it's just neat to see that partnership Mm -hmm. and um, get to work together on that. And then again, without our community, um, we wouldn't be able to do what we do Mm -hmm. because so much is based on volunteers, on donations, um, monetary and, you know, in-kind donations. Mm -hmm. And I have just been overwhelmed um, with the outpouring um, of all of those things from our community, even during this time, mm-hmm. because I think like you've been saying, Becky, they know the critical need to have the Ronald McDonald House here. And so they want to help us to make sure that we can keep our doors open and continue to serve these families. Mm-hmm. So um, we're just very grateful to have such a giving community um, and that that supports us um, well. It's
1: probably worth mentioning now. And if you are listening to this and you want to help, yes. how can they get a hold of you?
0: Um, so they can go to our website, which is rmhsa.org. Um, they can call um, our, um, they can call our offices, which our phone number is there, um, on there as well, nine seven five five four three seven. 5437 So that's how they can contact us. And all of our events, we're also on social media, on Facebook and Instagram. And um, our development director does a great job of keeping those things um, posted. But there's, all kinds of ways to be involved. Um, yeah, all and kinds of ways. And super
1: important. So we're going to be asking you that several okay. times during yeah. this podcast. <laughs> not.
4: I, I, I thought, had to start getting amused because the teens started flailing over here because they they sort of see that as their job. <laughs>
0: oh, okay.
4: We jumped a little. Sorry. Sorry. I,
1: I've learned you really shouldn't keep people waiting for things like that. <laughs> But I want to ask you, you know, where and our teens are also going to, want to talk to you about volunteer opportunities, yes! I'm sure, and especially about food, because when I've been to the house, it's been a lot about food. Yes, and we and that, that kitchen is, I'm, I'm sure they've got some questions about how in the world you pull that off. But yes. here's the thing I want to know, too. Okay. I am an introvert, and it drives me up the wall to have people in my house for more than two or three days. Even the ones I love, you know, I'm like, aren't you supposed to go somewhere? You know, and I know I'm not alone. Ben Franklin said it guests are like fish after three days, they start to stink and you are dealing with people at their hardest point in life. Let's just be real. You're dealing with postpartum moms. You're dealing with dads who don't have a clue. Right. on what they need to be doing to support postpartum mom you're dealing with families and 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 all of the all of us have our dysfunctions right and they come rolling into your house <laughs> how I, that I would think a lot of it is is dealing with them and their psychological needs their emotional needs yeah. how, how is that true and, and is that a part of what you do at the house
0: yeah I think sometimes it is I think our families after they're there for a couple of days if they're going to be a long stay family they kind of make sure they get to know us as staff and so they might pop into our office and just plop down in a chair and Sometimes it's just listening, Josh. It's just being that listening, letting them cry. cry. Um, I always make sure I have a box of tissue in my office, but it's really just being that listening ear for them and just making sure that they know, Hey, we have an open door. And if you just need to sit and talk with someone, um, we're here to listen. We're not here to give advice or this is what you should do, but more to be a listening ear. And I think our team does an exceptional, um, Job uh, at that, so and I've ha- I have noticed families that are there, you know, a month two, three months. We become an extended family to them mm-hmm. because they're away from their family, and so just those relationships are are neat. Um, whenever they're back at the hospital for visits, they usually pop by with mm-hmm. that little one so that we can see them. So, yes, yeah, some of what we do is being that listening ear that comfort to them um just someone that they can can talk to or someone they might just need to unload to someone right well but the other thing is
4: how the
0: the house fosters um relationships between
4: people who's children yes. Are sick, and so you see a lot of that sort of peer type yes. of of support go up uh, yes. be, being um, developed yes. there at the ron mcdonald
0: house i um, love I love it dinner to, well when we could have dinner around the big mm-hmm. um farmhouse table, you would have a new mom that just came maybe two days, and then you would have a mom that 's been there for a couple of weeks and they 're struggling with something this mom had struggled with. And they can encourage them and it's going to be okay. So you're exactly right, Becky. It is that peer-to-peer encouragement, uplifting, hey, you you know – you can do this. Yeah, we You're were, gonna get through this. We were this.
4: there too, and
0: this is yes. and, and mm-hmm. you
4: will get through it. And this is what helped us get through it. That you can try. It's, yes, um, you know that's a powerful therapeutic tool, and it. Um, I'm getting all doctory, but it's. Um, <laughs> well that's awesome. Yeah, I think
1: that's a part of big, huge part of this. Yeah, is... no,
4: I mean there really is. I, I I can't say enough, especially for our NICU here in Johnson City, mm-hmm. and especially for our St. Jude's children who mm-hmm. co- who are just diagnosed with cancer and are being uh, receiving treatment through the St. Jude's affiliate here at, yes. um, nice children's hospital. Um, you could, they could not function without the Ronald McDonald house. Mm. Um, it, it's just a mistake if people think that they would be able to do a good job without that. So it's, uh, it's vitally important. Now I kind of would like to shift gears. We, um, uh, so back in the day, I would say what, 12,
0: 13 years
1: ago. Are you talking about when we went to the Shamrock? Yeah. So uh, we, <laughs> <went to> the, <laughs>
0: we were. Um, Did y'all dress up as leprechauns? No. <laughs> we
1: were the weirdos that didn't.
0: But no. <laughs> Josh
4: would MC the event. Yes, and our, I've heard. Yes, and our friend um, Mitch Tool was chairman of the yes. board. Yes. Um, and so we had all gone, gotten dressed up, and uh, went and um, and that was fun to support. Yeah, that was a great night for us. So that was um, that was their major are sort of Gala fundraising event right. for that year. What are you guys? I, I mean, I imagine twelve years is a long time. You're probably yeah. not doing that same thing.
0: Well, we are. So oh, okay. last year we were getting ready to do. I can't remember which one that it was, but we were getting ready to do St. Pat's, and that's kind of when COVID hit yeah. Yeah. our community. I remember
1: you had to cancel. And so
0: the day of the event, we did. We had to to cancel, which was very very hard because just like you said, it is one of our largest fundraising events um, of the year. So, um, but we still had our silent auction and other things. And so we were able to raise some funds, not as much as we had in the past this year, just not knowing where we would be. Um, we are still going along with the St. Patrick's day theme and all of that, but we are going to do something outside. We are going to have the shamrock shuffle, which, um, is a 5k. We're working with the goose chase Mm -hmm. and we are in the works of getting that all together we're still um confirming our race route but um that is what we're going with this year Um, we knew we had to do something and we thought okay even if we had to go virtual with the event this is an event that we still could go virtual we can Mm -hmm. offer both virtual and in person if we're able to depending on where we are with numbers so yeah so you'll start hearing more about that coming up um Mid February. So, but it is in the works and planning. For March. For March. March Mm the 20th. So Mm. it's a Saturday um, afternoon. So we're excited about that.
1: I think I want to go. Yeah. Yeah. We'd love
0: to have y'all come. We're fans of a 5K. Yeah. There you go. Because
1: you you do let people walk, like no one's (laughs) required to run. (laughs) (laughs) You can
0: walk, you can shuffle, you can skip, whatever. You you can bring your dog to walk with you. We want it to be a family fun. Um, friendly event, so we're and excited. will you still
4: have the auction?
0: We are going to do the auction at a later time, Becky. Oh, so I bad. know, I yeah, I know. So, but we will have it. So watch our um social media for that when we um, when we decide to do. Malia, that, you so. want
1: Dr. Becky at your auction?
0: Okay. Let me tell you this,
1: <laughs> and let me tell you here is the other thing you want to do. You want to get some, and I'm not going to name them, but I can give okay. you a list. Of men who run large corporations or organizations, <laughs> and you get them to bid, and then for her, it's like a flip switch, and it's game on.
0: Well, I will work really hard on and that And she's going to drag sure.
1: their bloody corpse out of there, and she's winning the auction.
0: I do
4: get a little competitive with competitive. an auction. They need
1: That's to be powerful awesome. males, and she needs to be able to take them off at the knees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my personal way of ending the patriarchy, right? Now. <laughs> that is, if she that rolls is in a awesome. white pantsuit, it's over. <laughs> that is correct. Oh, okay. So, so we the teens are going to want to talk curves. to you about money in just a minute, too. Money, okay. You know, because it takes some cash, it to, does. And, and you do allow the families to contribute some. So I, I don't want to step on their toes because okay. I think that'd be something they probably want to ask you because they're teenagers and money's Matt money important. Money's is,
0: at is the top of their
1: list. <laughs> but uh, you, your story is that you I mean you you stand in the in the place of some former executive directors and who were there for years how long have you been with the house and how did you get there
0: right so I celebrated my year um coming to the house in October
1: Um, You rolled it at the perfect time. (laughs) Yes,
0: so I had an interesting first year. I came in October of 2019 and hit the ground running with the pandemic. But I will have to say, through all of that, there are probably some things that... I was able to just see positive things that came about because of that, whether it was just team camaraderie because we just had to pull together, um, being able to just think and come up with creative new ideas. So um, even though it was hard, there uh, there were also some great things that came out, but I've had a great um, first year and love being um, there at the house. So um, before I was at the Ronald McDonald house, I, um, served for 17 years at our, at our local church, um, Grace Fellowship Church. I was there in, um, many different, um, facets, um, longest i was the community outreach director so Mm -hmm. i was already in the community helping our body to um, move out of the walls and serve and so knew the great work that the ronald mcdonald house did in our community and then before that i was at girls inc um and i was the assistant director there and actually did some things with the ronald mcdonald house so it's really neat for me to look back and to see where these steps um were all parts of the puzzle in where I am, um, at the Ronald McDonald house today. And I'm very, very grateful, um, to be there and very thankful for the leadership that was there before me that has just laid great groundwork. Um, so what you're saying is you're
1: basically in it for the money. (laughs) No, (laughs) (laughs) You got a heart for doing good. I love that. that.
0: So, um, and it's great to see how, um, it's it is it's good to see the good that is done through the Ronald McDonald House, and it's because of our community. It is not us as staff we get to facilitate and um, help people figure out their place there at the house, but it is really the incredible community and region that comes around us.
4: So um, I'm a I'm a Megan Mills fan also, um, oh. and uh, and I'm also a big fan of cookies. Yeah. Um, so what um what is uh what was the What was the fundraiser that you did with Cookie Crate?
0: So we did something called Happy Mail. Uh And what we did is we put a little twist on it. We wanted to do something where it supported the house, but it also was something that was doing good for others. So what it was, was people would buy a cookie. Uh We boxed it up and we sent um, an encouraging note inside that box and it would go to someone else. So it was really three entities that supported. It supported the house. Um, It supported someone by sending an encouraging note. And then it supported a small business. And it was just really neat to see um, where that went. I mean, we were sending boxes all over the United States. They were going all over the place. And it was to teachers, college students, all of that. And it was in the midst of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And so this really... You know, it really was Happy mail when you got that in the mail. And that relationship with the cookie crate continues. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, today is cookie pickup day. Mm-hmm. So um, if cookies are too big to fit in their envelopes or they don't look just right, I get to pick up those cookies. And we do a cookie drop to all of our families on Wednesday night. So they get a big baker's dozen of cookie crate cookies. And then the cookie crate allows us to bless whoever with those cookies. So lots of times it's people at nicewanger mm-hmm. um, JCMC that we partner with. And so it's just a neat way. Um to spread some joy and encouragement to others. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, that's awesome. So big shout out to the Cookie Yes, we appreciate and, their partnership. Um, and, uh, and the Mills family. Yes, and who, yes. Uh, and
1: I'm thinking these are a lot of small businesses. If they love what you're doing, you could probably come up a way with a way to incorporate right. them well, in that three-pronged approach.
0: Yes. And you say that, just small businesses. We have several local restaurants that are helping to feed our families right now. So they provide, there's about seven local restaurants right now that they provide dinner um during the week for our families and we are so grateful um to them
1: which reminds me of food which reminds me it's now time for us to (laughs) welcome in uh, really i think the best part of our podcast wouldn't you say
4: i think um Uh, i think some days
1: (laughs) (laughs) we'll let you be the judge of that with no further ado welcome in our teen hosts there you
4: go all
0: right
4: yeah,
3: oh, towards the boy. end. Yeah, we play a game. <laughs> it's gonna be trivia. As
0: long as it's not oh, I'm really bad at trivia. That's oh, fine. That's
3: the entertainment part of it. Uh
0: I have to play on a trivia game tonight. There's this they're doing this leadership meeting of all Ronald McDonald houses and they're doing a quizzo game tonight. This
3: can be practice. <laughs> Maybe
0: this will be practice. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Perfect. That's cool. Why would we talk about that? That's I'll
3: start. Okay. Ready?
0: Hi, Malia. Hello. I'm Susanna. Hi, Susanna. I'm Elijah. Nice Hi, to Elijah. meet you. Nice to meet you all. Thanks
2: for having me. Yeah, we're yeah. so excited to talk to you today. Um, I just wanted to tell you about my first experience with the Ronald McDonald House. <laughs> Yay! I love to hear um, these stories. So, throughout elementary school, middle school, and high school, we've done the Hearts for Ronald McDonald House yes. fundraiser, and I was convinced until about eighth grade. If I, like, gave a dollar or whatever, I would get McDonald's.
4: <laughs> <the
0: food>.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and I never, ever did.
0: Did you get a Sunday coupon? Your I think so. Okay. Yeah. But but all I, I got was meal. a paper
2: heart that I put my name on.
0: <laughs> well, we are still doing that. Yeah. So So, um, yeah, we we are still doing that. Now, this year, we're turning the tables a little because... You know, School is a little bit different for everybody, mm-hmm. and so we just didn't feel like we could ask schools right. to do that, asking students to go out and um, ask for money. So like I said, we're turning the tables, and for all the years, schools like y'all's that have supported us, we are going to support our schools. And you'll see this rollout on our website. We're doing something called Education Heroes, where schools will actually be able to nominate um, school. It could be a janitor. It could be a teacher a principal. Whoever. And then we'll do a contest, and those that win that will get a great prize. So okay. hearts Sounds looks right. a little bit different. You can still buy hearts at McDonald's though. So yeah. alrighty, cool. Yeah,
3: it was the same. I thought it was part of McDonald's.
0: <laughs> you thought for you were gonna get a Happy time. Meal. Yeah, I never know, exactly. saw chicken nuggets. Nothing. No, I
3: didn't. Oh. I was like, wow, what a ripoff. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but, you were disappointed. Yeah, I know. But thanks
0: for helping the house. Of course.
3: Yeah, and we were wondering, uh, kind of coming from our our parents discussion but uh how have you guys handled the pandemic because obviously like that would change some things.
0: Absolutely. So we did have to put different protocols in place. Um, we didn't have to shut our doors except for a few weeks just to get those things into place. So we have had to limit the number of families that we can have just to keep them um, socially distanced mm-hmm. to make sure they're not in each other's um, spaces and things of that nature. We've had to close down our family rooms where they would watch TV and things of that nature. And so pretty much they're just in their rooms um or at the hospital they can use like I said our laundry facilities still but it's kind of different because we don't see the families as much because they're usually they come in they go to their room and then they you know leave and go back to the hospital where usually at dinner time we would see them around the dinner table and that has also changed I know I talked a little bit about eating around a farmhouse table which we're not able to do right now hopefully soon we'll be able to but right now how we handle um dinners is we um, fix it or it's delivered from a local restaurant and we deliver it straight to their room and then they're able to eat their dinner um, there in their room. Yeah, that's great. So convenient for them. Yeah, so I'm just glad um, it is not ideal, um, but I'm just glad that we can still keep our doors open to these families that need the services of the Ronald Yeah, family. I'm yeah, sure totally. everyone understands. Yeah, they That's do. the most important thing. They do. And they always are like, no, we understand. We're just glad that we can be here. Yeah, because yeah. it's such a great resource. Yeah.
3: Um, I wanted to know, what has inspired you the most? Um, and your time with the Ronald McDonald House?
0: That is a great question. I really think that it is our community um, in our region, just how... Um, whether it's while we've been in the midst of this pandemic or even before just the outpouring of support. Um, and so because of that support, because of the generosity, it really just spurs you on to, to do what you do there at the Ronald McDonald house. And so, um, I'm just grateful for all of our supporters, whether it's monetary or it's them volunteering and helping to keep up the house, um, whether it's school groups collecting pop tabs our partners with McDonald's. It is just incredible to see how this region pulls together to really make this house a home and make it possible for us to house these families here. Mm
3: -hmm. And um, parallel to that, what is the hardest part? of, um, being part of a charity, doing good, um, or in general, but being part of a charity.
0: Yeah. What is the hardest part? So I think you always see things that you would like to add or do, or, Oh, what if we could do this? And you really just have, you, you have to pace yourself. Um, I'm a dreamer. I'm one that I love to ideate and think of new ideas. And so I have to say, okay, we've got to do this first and get this off the ground and running, and then we can move to this. And so I think think that's the hardest thing there's all these things you want to do but you have to make sure okay let's make sure we're doing this well and excellent and it's off and running before we move to the next thing because there's always things that you can add or do or do more for these families yeah yeah i know what you mean i get that so going off of that thought how do your personal passions play into your professional life So um, in college, I studied to be a child life specialist and a child life specialist um, works in a children's hospital and really helps to um, partner with nurses and doctors and all the medical professionals to um, just help bring joy to that child, to make life feel normal for them while they are in the hospital. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of what I get to do at the Ronald McDonald house. Now is I get to help bring the comforts of home to these families while their child is in the hospital. Um, And so I also have a passion for families. Family and children. And so getting to serve both entities there at the Ronald McDonald House has really just been a joy. And to also help meet very practical needs. These aren't like over the top needs. These are practical needs. It's providing a bed, it's providing food, but also doing it in an excellent way where they're just kind of wowed when they step into the house and I think what I want these families to think when they walk into the house and for that our staff works really hard at is for families to go they were expecting us they, they have prepared this house for us. And so for them to think, like when you prepare your home for a guest coming, yeah. you know, the bed's made extra nice. You might have a little goodie bag for them on there. That's how we hope that our families feel when they come into our home. I'm sure they do.
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. Uh, I want to know your take. How important do you think charity is for every community to have?
0: I have, that is a great question and it is vital. Um, we are very, very fortunate to have the Ronald McDonald House here, um, especially seeing how far families are traveling to us. We just checked in a family yesterday all the way from Kentucky. And so for our community to have a Ronald McDonald House here, one, we should be very proud um, of those that had the um foresight and the vision to bring a Ronald McDonald house to our area. And it is just vital to these families that to give their child the best care that they can, just like you heard um, uh, Dr. Power saying that when a family member, the caregiver can be there with their child, it makes a world, a difference yeah. um, in their healing in their progression as they're walking through their journey. So, um, so Yes.
3: Yeah, I totally agree.
2: <laughs> um, so um, how can teens get involved with the Ronald McDonald House
0: if their incentive is volunteer hours? Great. So before, um, there would have been a multitude of things you could come in to help with at the house. Anything, whatever you have to do at your house. Mopping the floors, cleaning the kitchen, laundry, those things happen at the Ronald McDonald House. And we did have some teens that would come in and do that. Helping to cook dinner, we would have some key cub groups or different um, Mm -hmm. school organizations that would come in and do that. COVID makes that a little bit more challenging. And just recently, we are launching a virtual volunteer opportunity. And so um, you can do things as simple as putting toiletry kits together. So travel size, shampoo, conditioner, toothpaste, toothbrush, uh, putting it in a baggie and collecting some of those, Um, getting blankets. We give um, new blankets out to all of our um, uh, parents that come in putting together laundry kits, the little laundry pods and a dryer sheet and a Ziploc bag um, to give to families. So that is on our website. So um, all of those different opportunities and each opportunity lets you know, okay, by bringing in 10 laundry kits, we will sign off on six volunteer hours. So, okay. uh, cause we know there are a lot of high school students that are like, how am I get volunteer hours when I can't? Because it's go? a graduation requirement. It is. Yeah. it is. And it's hard right now because there are are lots of places where you can't go in face to face and so what are some things that you can do virtually yeah uh so yeah so there's um when it gets a little bit warmer there will be outside work we always have to pull weeds again whatever you can think about that has to be done at your house that has to be done on a grand scheme at the ronald mcdonald house i i love being in the key club
2: at my school at elizabethan so Uh i'll be sure to tell them yes Yes. yeah because i think
3: a lot of teens don't know about the volunteer opportunities right. there.
0: there there are several um and we have we have a couple that are you know every week they might come and drop off um snacks for the families or they'll call us and say what do y'all need this week and like last week i told her hey if you could bring a bag of apples and oranges that would be awesome mm-hmm. so just simple things like that that make a huge difference
3: yeah that's awesome uh i think it's time for us to play a game with
0: you oh boy sure. here we go yeah. <laughs> okay so this
3: is going to be a pop culture trivia
0: oh brother oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're getting me ready i have a quizzo thing tonight with a national leaders uh meeting so this will this will be yeah. my good test warm up oh good warm up later.
3: oh boy uh There's do you want to start or do you want me to start
0: um either one we're
2: just going to trade off and fire Okay off all right at you. I'll I'll start off Are you going to give me multiple choice or nope. I have
3: to um, no nope. no it's <laughs> no nope. I, I tried to pick out the easy ones but oh, um, I didn't
0: Please pick easy Okay
3: here we go I, I picked out the ones that I knew the answer to so are um, <sighs> also much is, younger <laughs> than I am Yeah what is the acronym for uh SMH stand for <laughs>
0: oh she doesn't know i have no clue
3: <laughs> all right let's shake my head <laughs>
0: shake my head okay see i'm learning yeah. something on this podcast today <laughs> i'm so, not gonna explain so should i use that with my teenage daughter yes yes okay. smh i if have a sixteen 16- something. something okay i shape, have yeah. a 16 year old so yeah. yeah if y'all, y'all are helping, helping a chore to... or something okay. smh okay yeah. all right y'all all are right. helping okay. me out
2: what is the name of taylor swift's new album
0: <laughs> <laughs> i knew she came out with an album but yeah. i have no clue what the name of it is okay i'll let you look it up oh
2: boy
3: oh, do i
0: need to listen to
3: See, it she's meaner it's than i am
0: good is yeah. it pretty good yeah okay maybe i'll listen to it I would recommend. While, I, while i work at my work at my desk <laughs> yeah we all the it. fun things i didn't know i would learn all these things coming on oh yeah. The yeah we're going podcast
3: we're going for a taylor swift um sponsorship so
0: (laughs) that would be great
3: okay how many harry potter books and movies are there
0: (gasps) okay my oldest has read them all are there eight no
3: eight books or movies books no (laughs) are there eight 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 movies movies? oh that's
0: what i meant to say so there are, are there nine books seven seven so there's more movies than there are yeah books. the mm-hmm. last one's
3: split up into two. Oh,
0: okay okay what for- i am totally failing i am that's zero. okay <laughs> zero for three right now that's okay but i'm learning
2: you might get this one um what, <laughs> what former presidential candidate has become a new meme figure Bernie Sanders. Yes, yeah. ma'am. Yay,
0: all over the
2: place. That's a good one. I think all ages enjoy those. Yes.
3: Yeah, I just hope it doesn't get overused.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, yeah. But it's it's getting, getting there. Yeah, it's getting there.
3: Um, What are the names of the Sanderson sisters from Hocus Pocus?
0: Oh, my goodness. We did just watch Hocus Pocus. Mom's in the corner screaming. Does <laughs> she love Hocus Pocus? She does. Oh. I don't know why she screamed, though. <laughs> She's weird. I did watch it's a it alive. It is a weird movie. It's a really weird um, movie. I did watch it, but I don't remember their, okay. their names. Uh, well, I
3: don't know why. Winfred, Mary, and Sarah. He's,
2: you know, you so said, he said you
0: were going to give me the hard, and I think I he is given me the yeah. harder questions. He
2: just thinks he's an
0: intellectual. So. <laughs> okay. Who was the first Disney princess? Was it Snow White? Yes. Yay. We love Disney princesses at my, mm. my house. Having two girls. Mm-hmm. Um all about some two for Disney six, princesses. though That's two good. for six.
3: <laughs> okay, this this should be an easy one. Oh, you uh, shouldn't say that because then yeah, I'll definitely well, get it no wrong. No pressure. Thanks. Uh, what day is Star Wars Day?
0: May the fourth.
3: Yes.
2: Yay, Yay! I got that, that right. What so. snack company has adopted the slogan "The snack that smiles back"?
0: <sighs> the snack that smiles smiles back. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm smiling under my mask mm-hmm. at you Suzanne um, I don't know it's goldfish goldfish we eat a lot of goldfish in, yeah, our, in really our house They're so, so i have to have to remember that
3: uh, this might have to be our last one but <laughs> oh, uh, I've man. got one you more have, okay, okay, okay. Oh, second last one second okay. last one which pop star is the godmother of both of Elton John's sons?
0: <sighs> you did have the hard questions yeah godmother of elton johns yeah and they're a, like are they a musician
3: uh yes they are and they've also acted as a hint and it's a woman
0: <laughs> well yeah being the godmother <laughs> i don't know lady gaga lady gaga what
3: i wouldn't have guessed that
0: okay <laughs> See, he's giving me these hard questions. But at least I'm giving you the answers, though. You so. are. So now now if these are on my quiz tonight, I will know them. Hopefully, <laughs> exactly. pop Culture is a, yeah. um, is a... You're a few steps closer subject. to winning Jeopardy. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know.
2: Okay. Um, I've asked this on the podcast before. People have never gotten it right. Um, what is the most commonly purchased item at Walmart?
0: Um toilet paper Mm-mm. bananas bananas yep. they are really, they eggs. are really cheap at Walmart yep
3: yeah all right well I think that concludes our game uh, we'll just say you won. <laughs>
0: Well, yeah. No, you don't have to say that. Uh, but I, sure. I appreciate that yeah. um, the culture that I learned and all that I learned today playing yeah, our and, little pop culture game, trivia uh, game.
3: Good luck with your game tonight. So. <laughs>
0: Thanks. I told them, I was like, I don't know how much help I'll be. So, yeah. anyways,
3: uh, but one last time, where can everybody find you?
0: Yes, so um, so we are, the house actually physically is located on the property of the hospital, so we're back there on the hospital parking lot. And then our website is www.rmh so Ronald McDonald House S A org. And then you can find us on Facebook and on Instagram, and we post things all the time there: wish list items, um, events that are coming up, ways you can volunteer, and different things. That you can do. So, yeah. that's awesome. Thank great. you so much for being with us today. Thank you all so yeah, much really for having it. me. You all were so welcoming, and um, this was really fun. My it's first so nice podcast. To meet you. Yeah. Yeah. Come see us anytime. All right. So, we we'd will. love to have y'all come volunteer. So, y'all are doing a great job. Thank you so Thank you. much. You're so welcome.
1: That's our show. Thanks so much for listening to Doing Good, the podcast.
4: And you can find us if you'd like to hear more at our website at We'reDoingGood.com or on Facebook or Instagram at We're Doing Good. So please like our pages and subscribe to our podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: We all have something that we can be doing. So just take the first step.
4: Everybody show some
2: love and do some good. Have a great day.